Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is whole business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Sing unto the Lord, all the earth. Show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give unto the Lord, ye kindred of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing songs unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing, hearers of his holy word. Good evening and welcome to the light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, and I bring you greetings from the city of roses, Portland, Oregon, where we have experienced a joyful day on this Pentecost Sunday, amen. I hope that you've had a wonderful day today, and I hope that the Spirit of the Lord was with you during your morning worship, and I pray that he's been with you all day, and now he's with us as we gather together this evening for our evening worship. I want to honor the men and women of God that make this platform possible. I want you to know that this is there are a team of people that make the light of Portland possible. And I'm grateful tonight for that team. I'm thankful for that team. We want to thank God for Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield from Atlanta, Georgia. We're truly thankful to God for them. Our sister, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, um, for starting this work for us right here in Portland and then making sure that we carry on. Amen. And she's on the line weekly with us. And every now and then she opens up in prayer and every now and then she preaches. And to the preachers that preach on this broadcast tonight, our speaker is Elder Bruce Mitchell from Fresno, California. Amen. We have had preachers from California, Pastor Regina Zachary from Seattle, Washington. We've had Elder Demetrius Beavers. Um, we've had um, from Atlanta, Georgia, um, Pastor Pamela Laws, Elder Ketty Copeland, um, Pastor Sherelle Pennington. And then right here from the light of Portland, we've had our very own um, Pastor J.W. Friday. We've had um, Elder Kathy Miniweather, Elder Dante Farmer, Elder James Wooten, Lady Breath Schreiber. Um, Elder Catherine Brown, uh, Pastor Alonzo Chatwick. We've had so many share the message, the good news with us. And we're looking forward to hearing from more of the men and women of God throughout our cities, amen, throughout our nation. Uh, we are Tonight, we are just truly blessed, as I said, to have our speaker for the hour, Elder Bruce Mitchell from Fresno, California. 
we are going to uh, have a word of prayer by Sister Tanya Jones. Following um, that word of prayer, we will have a song. Following that song, uh, we will hear the voice of our speaker of the hour, Elder Bruce Mitchell. I now yield this call to Sister Tanya Jones. Gracious Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for allowing us to see another day. We thank you, Lord God, for watching over us as we left one worship service, Lord God, and may went to another one this afternoon, Father God, and, and we made it home safely, Lord God. And now we're on the line tonight, Lord God, Lord God, and thanking you for this worship experience, Lord God. And we just thank you and we praise you, Father God, for being in the midst tonight. We thank you and we praise you, Father God, for who you are. Jesus, you are wonderful, you are mighty, and we adore you. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus, for giving your life for us. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus, for being all that we need and more than enough. Gracious Father, we ask for forgiveness of any sins that we have committed before you in word, thought, deed, and action. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you will continuously protect us and watch over our loved ones, Lord God. Father God, your word says that you will contend with those that contend with us, Father God. But your word also says that our children will be saved, Lord God, and we're counting on that, Lord God, on tonight. Father God, you know our hearts cries. Father God, you know exactly what we need when we need it. We thank you, Lord God, for meeting us at our need, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the covering, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your word, Lord God, that dwells within us, Lord God. We just thank you and we praise you on tonight. We thank you, Father God, for getting us through the week last week, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we overcame the trials and the temptations, Father God, that we overcame, Lord God, the mess. And we only were able to do that because of you, Father God. We thank you for imparting your wisdom and knowledge to us, Lord God, in the in, in the face of adversity, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for giving us the strength to put one foot in front of the other, Father God. And we thank you, Lord God, for your word, Father God, that we heard on this morning and that we're getting ready to hear tonight, Father God, that it will equip us, Father God, for the week, the upcoming week, Father God, that it will help us with many battles that we're about to face, Father God, that we don't even know of, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for uh, keeping us from the dangerous seen and unseen, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for your wisdom, Lord God, that teaches us when to speak and when not to speak, Father God. We just thank you and we praise you for who you are, for you are holy and you are righteous, Lord God. For you are wonderful. You are an awesome God. You are a good God. And we thank you on tonight, Father God. We thank you for your goodness that you have shown us, Father God. Lord God, we know that we're nothing but filthy rags, but we are so grateful and so thankful that you still look upon us, Lord God, and how you love on us, Father God. We just thank you and we praise you for that, Father God. Father God, we I thank you for the man of the hour tonight, uh, Elder Bruce Mitchell, Father God, and I just ask, Lord God, that 
that once he empties empty his empty himself out, Father God, bringing forth your word, that you will fill him up again, Father God, that you will continuously meet him at his need, Father God, and continuously watch over his family, Father God. We thank you and we praise you. We give you all glory, honor, and praise, Father God, for you are worthy of our worship on tonight. You are worthy of our praise, Father God, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Clap your hands like this. Young people, I need y'all to come right down here in front of the stage.
glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Hallelujah. Forever you get the glory. Hallelujah. God to get it. Hallelujah. You get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. When the healing comes, you get the glory. When the freedom comes, you get the praise. When the chapter comes, you get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the praise. Nobody else for you. Nobody else for you. Nobody else for you. Nobody else for you. Because when the peace comes, you get the glory. When the love We thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity to speak your word, God. We ask that you would have your way tonight in the name of Jesus, giving honor and glory to our Father, thanking the Butterfields for all that they do, the Portland Broadcast, thanking Pastor Sherelle Pennington, Pastor Kim Black, and all those that have listened in to God be the glory. He truly gets the glory. Tonight, The title of my message will be Their Strength in Weakness. Their Strength in Weakness will be coming from Isaiah 58. And our key verse tonight will be number 11. If you have your Bibles with you, please follow along with me. I've been under it. And yet God gets the glory and God gets the praise. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. May the Lord of the Lord be blessed. You get the glory. You get the praise. In this chapter of Isaiah, the Lord God has called his people to a chosen fast because what the people deem normal in the season is actually and out of the norm season. God's people, the Israelites, they're doing things that 
don't always line up with God's word. It doesn't get the results that the people want because somewhere the season change. Come on, look over at somebody and say somewhere uh, the season change. So tonight my assignment as a prayer warrior, as a preacher, is to give insight on their strength in your weakness. Come on, tell somebody I'm going to get my sight right tonight. I'm going to get my sight right tonight. I don't care what I got to do. It's Pentecost Sunday, and I'm going to get my sight right tonight. I'm not going to get off this line unless I know I got my sight right. Come on, tell somebody that tonight. I'm going to get my sight right. I'm going to get it right. Yes, yes, yes. There's strength in weakness. Our, Our atmospheric river passed through this region during the winter into the spring, causing numerous flooding and devastation throughout this greater west and northwest region. That's California, that's Oregon, that's Seattle, that's that's that whole great northwest region. This area had not seen the likes of something of this magnitude in over 200 years. Come on, somebody. I did my homework on this one. Actually, it was winter 1861 and spring 1862 that the strength of Mother Nature changed these very grounds that we walk on and build on like nothing ever happened around here before. Somebody say, did that really happen? You see, this year it was not only recognized And not only did it receive my full attention because of the reaction that continues to leave some speechless of God's creation and his creativity. Yes, it's it's difficult for some because, see, some are still trying to pull out of flooded waters. Some have lost businesses up in the mountains and down in the valleys. Some have become very, very desperate. However, it's not being done yet. Come on, somebody say it's not done yet. God is not done yet. So even in the midst of our hardest trials, God is still with us. Let me tell you this evening, there's strength in weakness. Oh, yes, somebody, there's there's strength in weaknesses. Listen, I've battled all week long just to get to the point where I can give this sermon, I can give this message, and I've, I've laid in bed uh, multiple days not able to move because my strength was gone. I was in a weakened state, but in the midst of me being in my weakened state, God just took me and he began to pour into me. So I know firsthand tonight that there is strength in your weaknesses. I'm coming out of this thing. I'm coming out. Come on, tell somebody at the table. Tell somebody sitting right next to you. Tell them, I'm coming out of this tonight. Whatever you're going through, tell somebody I'm coming out. So tonight, where there's strength in weaknesses, there's three tidbits that I want to give you if you're going to have strength in your weaknesses. Come on, get your pen, get your paper. We're not going to be here long, but I do want to be thorough on what God has given me. The first thing that you're going to need if you want to have strength in your weaknesses, you're going to need to have right intentions. Oh, my God, my God. Well, you say, I do have right intentions. Preacher, I I, I do the right things, and I, I go to church, and I, I have right intentions. But God says right intentions is his intentions. 
See, we sometimes think that we make up the plays, but we don't make up the plays. While studying God's word in this chapter of Isaiah, it was interesting to see the people from Israel believing that their praise and their worship was real to the Father. Mm, my God, come on, can you just imagine? You're doing everything right there on the aisle, and you cutting the rug, and, and you're doing it all for the glory of God, and God is wondering what's your real motive behind this. They believed they needed man's approval, man's applause, which would have been enough for God. That's what they believed. Can I tell you, our God is a jealous God, and he will not share his glory with man or anybody. Come on, somebody. God wanted his people to be real with him and their intentions to be pure. Come on, if that hits you on the curb, somebody say, ouch. If not, say amen, because we're going to keep pushing it on. He wanted their intentions to be pure. <clears throat> See, if you read up and read down, just pray for me. I'm losing a little of my voice, but stay right here with me. If you read down in the verses, verse 2 says, they come to church every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. Hmm, wasn't that a key word? They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They asked me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. This is what God is saying. Listen, I'm talking to intercessors right now because we're on the front line. We're called to stand in the gap. God says, I saw the man, somebody that would stand in the gap for the land, that would make up the hedges. And this is what God was saying to the people. He said, listen, if you're going to get into this thing, if you're going to call on the name of the Lord, if you're going to call on prayer and fasting to move the land, you got to have the right intentions. You got to be right. Can I tell you that verse 2 is talking about not just them in Israel, but it's also talking about the church today? Come on, somebody. He said every day they seem delighted to learn. You know, sometimes people kind of get mad they have to go to church. They get mad when people hold them accountable, and God is saying, listen, I, I know you're not expressing it when you're coming in the building, but you've already expressed it before because I know your heart. I know your intention. So all I'm saying is have the right intentions. Have the, Be right. They must be pure. People of God, we must come clean with the Father, tending like the Israelites did and was exposed by God, but have a pure heart and a right spirit. This is why God reminded us, when you pray, as Matthew 6 and 6 says, he says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to the Father, which seeth in secret, he shall reward thee openly. It's a private affair. Come on, tell somebody, it's a private affair. He wants us to come openly and honestly. Anyone wanting to give our God an honest confession of the heart? Yes, that's what the Father wants from his children. Scripture teaches us, for in the heart is belief unto righteousness, and in the mouth is confession until salvation. It's what you speak. It's what comes out, out, out of the mouth speaks confession. Psalms 84 and 11 reminds us, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. You see, God is already watching over us. He already knows what we're thinking. And that's why God is looking for us to change our thoughts. He's looking for us to understand who he is to us. 
So you're going to have to have the right intentions. Secondly, if you're going to have strength and weaknesses in his work, ouch, that, that kind of got somebody because some people thought they could just go to church and you don't have to be a part of any of the ministries and you don't have to do any of the work. You can just sit there and watch. But that's not what God is saying because remember, the people of Israel, the, all the right things, it seemed. But God said, no, I know your heart. He said, if you do it, do it with a pure heart and right intentions. So if you're going to have strengths and weaknesses, you must be involved in his work. Do you have Bible for your theology? Yes, I do. Back to his scriptures. Verse 6 says, no, this is the kind of fasting that I want. What kind of fasting do you want, Lord? He says, free those who are wrongly imprisoned. He said, lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. Remove the chains that bind people. The Lord is telling us, share your food with the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. Even go as far as to give clothes to those who need them. And do not hide from relatives who need your help. These are things that God saw the Israelites doing. And he knew not only would the Israelites be doing it, but he knew that even in today's day that we would do the very same thing. He says, why did you let that homeless person walk by? Why did you allow those that didn't have clothes and that were hungry and you saw them and yet you continued to watch them and go about your day? You made whatever decision it is in your mindset to say, you know what, I, as long as I'm going to church, as long as I'm doing this, come on, somebody. God is saying, listen, open your eyes. He says, then is the time that you receive the strength from me. So giving clothes to those who need them, not hiding from those that are in need, our family. And the question that some are asking right now, and I know, I know you're asking it, how can I do these things when I'm barely hanging on and, and I'm, I'm in my weakness as I'm hearing you speak, Minister Mitchell? I know somebody is saying that. And God is saying, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. It, it's not in your doing. Whenever you make a decision to do something for the Lord, God already knows and he already has an answer for you. He already has the solution that you're looking for time of trouble and transition that he will show up. Jeremiah 33 and 3, call on me and I will show you great and mighty things that you haven't seen before. It's a time of trouble that God is waiting to hear from us. It's a time that we're in desperation and need that God is just seeking to say, do it, do it for me, do it for me. The Bible states, work while it's day. For when night comes, no man can work. I'm speaking to someone tonight, somebody that came on the call, somebody that probably didn't expect uh, me to step into your business. But that person is tough right now on you, tougher than normal. That, that, that's it. That's it right there. Well, listen, it's a different season, and God is calling you to do differently in this season. You have an opportunity now to be involved in his ministry, his works, even when you seem to be at your weakest in your circumstance. God is saying you're able. You're able to do whatever you put your mind to. 
You're able to go further and further. You, you just haven't taken that step. You haven't made that leap of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Listen, when I was laying in the bed this week, Wednesday down, Thursday down, Friday down, and I said, there's no way I'm going to be able to get on this line. There's no way I'm going to be able to speak into somebody's life. And God kept telling me, you're able, you're able. And I'm telling you right now, still to this point, I'm losing my voice. I'm still saying, thank you, God, because you made a way out of no way. Lastly, if you're going to find strength in your weaknesses, after right intentions, after involvement in his work, lastly, you have to invoke that's appeal for his presence in your life. Verse 8 says, then your salvation will come like the dawn, and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Verse 11 says, which is our key verse, and the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you're dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. That word then, that's the key word, because after all they went through in verses 2, 3, 4, 5, all of the trouble, all of the heartache, every difficult situation, even when they were acting pious like they had it all together and when they were going through the hardest times, walking past people, God still left a then. That means something happened in the then. That then represents a shift, a change, a new season from some of the most damaging things to ever happen during your, your atmospheric dilemma. Now God is saying during your weakened state, he's going to shower his strength all over you. Now, ain't that good news? Aren't you glad that it's his will for our lives and not our will? For He said, for we know that all things work together for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Since a new beginning, you've been contemplating, God, how, how do I need to get, fit into your ministry, God? How, how do I need to get involved, Father? How do I change the way I think, God? I, I, I see certain things a certain way, God, and it just doesn't seem like church is the same. Well, God is the same. And God will make whatever it is necessary for the church. And so if that's you tonight and you know that you hear the word of the Lord, you hear the Lord saying, it's time that I change how I'm looking at things. It's time that I get involved, more involved. I'm, I'm doing this in the church and that in church, but it's time that I move into a different direction. If that's you tonight, all you have to do is simply tell God right there in your living room, right in the car where you're listening, wherever you're at, just tell God, I'm ready, God. I'm ready to change, God. I'm ready to turn this thing around, Father. I'm ready to shift up, God. I want to see you move, Father God. I want to see this well this well-watered garden that you're talking about where every fruit that comes my way, God, is beginning to grow, God. Every, everything that I touch, God, every door that you've placed before me now is opening because I put myself in position, Father God, to be blessed by the Almighty. If that's you, 
and God is lining you back up. If that's you, just tell God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. If that's you, let God know that you're warring and you're moving in the right direction. It's his will that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Father God, we thank you for the word tonight, God. We thank you for all that you're doing, Father God, in the life of this radio broadcast, God, in the life of these pastors, in the life of the intercessors, in the life of those that come on week after week, Father God, those that continue to stand in the gap for this time, God, this hour, God. Continue to cover this hour, God. Continue to make it holy unto you, God, which is your reasonable service, God. Do it for your glory, God. And, Father, we'll be so good to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys be blessed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What an awesome word on tonight, Elder Mitchell. And thank you for that call of action because every now and then we need to to be called back to that first place of salvation, that first place of knowing and meeting God Thank you. What a powerful message for this um, past, for this Pentecost Sunday. I'm getting my Sundays mixed up. For this Pentecost Sunday, what an awesome word of God tonight. Um, There's a call of action there, and I hope you all took the time out to do what the man of God instructed us to do, not for the man of God to get the glory but that God may get the glory out of your life and out of my life. I hope you've been blessed by the word on tonight. I truly thank you, Elder Mitchell, for that message on tonight. We pray that God will strengthen your body, that God will restore all that the locust and the canker worm have eaten. We pray that you be um, of good health and that your soul will prosper. Um, We just truly thank God for your word on tonight. We thank God that you, um, as um, Elder Catherine Brown said, preached out of your weakness with the power from the Holy Ghost. So thank you for that word on tonight. All of those are, they're texting me now saying what an awesome word that was tonight. So be blessed, Elder Mitchell. We pray that God will strengthen you and that he will restore all that you poured out unto us tonight. Have not our hearts burned within I don't know about you, but I'm excited about what we've just received, what we just heard, just to make me better. Amen. I don't know about you, but every now and then I just need to be at a place where I say, Lord, me better. Lord, wash me over again. Lord, do it again. That's what that message was tonight. We had us a revival on tonight. What an awesome word. Thank you, man of God. Thank you, everyone, for calling in tonight to the light of Portland. I hope and pray that you've been blessed by the word. I hope and pray that something has been said to encourage you and to strengthen you and to help you with your love relationship with the Lord. Um, Until we meet again, may the peace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us, hence now and forevermore. And what I say unto one, I say unto all, watch, pray, live holy every day. And guess what, people of God? I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Let me hear the worshipers. Where's all of my prayers?
Every praise, every praise. 